Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Good morning, Sam. It's Monday morning. How are you doing? Weird. Well, as we've just been discussing, it's half term. Ah! There's a spanner in the works, didn't it? Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's, the, uh, the, it comes around fast, doesn't it? The, I'll be speaking a little bit softly at times because both the kids yeah. are in the vicinity. Oh, my God. Are you not able to have them put into a position of safety? For their own. I wanted to. I wanted to have them put into kennels for the week. I looked into it. <laughs> I just meant for the next like half an hour while we do this. Is nah, the, well, the, you know they they're gonna in, they get in the way of everything, don't they? You've got your week sorted out, and then yeah. suddenly they're around, and it's difficult. So I, they should have kennels, shouldn't they? I suppose that's what you call daycare, but I mean proper kennels like with cages. Yeah, you know, I mean, my it, brother has got a dog, and when he's in like. Both his kids have grown up and moved away. So him and his wife, the only thing that they're responsible for is a dog, a small mm. Jack Russell. And his wife's gone away to Sri Lanka for right. a week to visit her mate. And I said, so it's just... <laughs> I said to him, this is Casper, right? I said to him, so it's just you and Jerry, right, for the week. He's, Jer- he's all Jerry the dog. Jerry the dog. And he went... Uh, yeah, it's named after Jerry Francis, which is hilarious. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> no really unglamorous person to name your dog after. <laughs> right. And he's gone, nah, he's not about. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I'll put him in the kennels for the week. Because <laughs> his wife's away and he can't be bothered looking after the dog. So he has the dog put in kennels. Oh, Can you that's believe bad. that? I can't believe yeah, that. Ah, well, you know, i got work to do, haven't I? I don't know if I'll be around. So I said... That's Work bollocks, to mate. Do. You're always bragging to me that you come and go as you please. Remember, he's the one who works for Ridley Scott with right. the hand dryers. Of course, yeah. And he We're comes and goes as that. he pleases, as I understand it. So yeah. he just literally can't be bothered. It, she's actually over two weeks, so he's already been for a week. So I asked him for an update. I said, what have you been eating? He goes, ah, great. Take away every night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. He had Chinese twice, two nights running. And the second night, he just rang him up and went, just bring the same as last night. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> yeah. And the dog's in kennels. And he goes, ah, oh, there's a co-op opened at the top of my road. It's changed my life. They do really good wine in co-op now. <laughs> so he goes, he gets home. He get The dog's in kennels, so he's not got to worry about that. He goes to the co-op, he buys himself a load of wine, <laughs> and then he orders the Chinese, and he just, I don't know, he just sits with his feet up watching the box. I, I can't see any flaws at all in that scenario. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> though, isn't it? It's great. Because he'll talk about this dog like it's his project. Oh, I love that dog. Yeah. Best best mate I've got. He's lovely. I've, I love him so much. They've had him for years. <laughs> but as soon as the missus is away, right, you're going go. in kennels, mate. The dog's been locked in a cage for the for two weeks. 
Can't be bothered. Oh, can't be bothered. Keeping up. There's so much to remember, like feeding it twice a day yeah. at regular times. Taking it out for a walk, picking up its shit. Nah, how, that's how, the more the missus realm. How much of a walk does an old Jack Russell actually need once a day? I know. You know what I mean? Up Just lay it out back. That's what I'd do. <laughs> that's what we used to do with my dog, Bella, when we were kids. <laughs> We'd just like, but it was different times when it came to dogs. We used to just let, we had this dog, Bella, and we were so lazy that sometimes if she was going berserk, stir crazy in our yeah. little house, we would just open the front door and let her have a run around. But that was normal. <laughs> Local run around. Notwithsta- notwithstanding the fact that we did live right next to the A4. And when I mean right next to, I mean, my mum's house is perched on the side of the A4. <laughs> but she was shrewd enough never to get, run into the road and get killed. Yeah. Um, however, got- she did once get bummed by an Afghan oh, um, shit. from up the flats. The, the Afghan came from the same flats as where Pancho was from. Right. Pancho was from, in fact, it was Pancho that discovered the act in taking place. Really? Yeah. Because he knocked on the door one day and I answered the door and he was laughing. And I went, what are you laughing at? And then his face <laughs> dropped out of laughter because I think it was a nervous laughter. And he went, Sam, Bella's being raped. And sure enough... <laughs> I stuck my head out the door, and she was being, I don't know if it was consensual or not, but put it this way, there was a big bloody Afghan hound on her. What kind of dog was like Bella? nobody's business. What kind of dog was Bella? And, Bella? and Bella looked at me. I remember the look on Bella's face. She looked at me. We made eye contact, and she looked at me as if to say, why? Yeah. And anyway, a few months later, when my nan was staying, and my nan hated pets and was furious when she came to say that we had pets because we usually Mm. had quite a lot. And she'd say it was too much responsibility for my mum and too much expense. And one night when she was there, Bella started, went into my bedroom and started hyperventilating. Mm. And I thought, oh. So I went and told mum, I said, Bella's in my room going bananas. We come up, we're trying to work out what the matter with her is. And it was like farcical, literally farcical. We're saying, don't let grandma know. So grandma was in the front room watching telly and one of us kept going in and go, oh, mum, can I have a quick word with you? And we were running upstairs and it became apparent that Bella was giving birth. Oh. And we hadn't actually noticed that she was pregnant. We just probably thought she'd put on a bit of weight. And uh, I said, oh, this all makes sense. It was that time that the Afghan hound got her out front. And mum went, what? You never told me about this. I said, oh, yeah, a few months back, Pancho knocked round. <laughs> And the Afghan, the Afghan from up at the flats was down there by the bushes. Funny enough, the bushes where I used to dig, you know, where yeah. I was digging my super tunnel. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I said, and, and the Afghan was having it off with Bella, but I thought it's just a one-off thing. I didn't really think about it. I thought they would have been shrewd enough to have taken precautions. <laughs> like a dog, Johnny. But no. <laughs> or that Bella had a... Was on the dog a, pill. Yeah, either on the dog pill or was wearing a dog cap. But no, dog coil. But um, apparently they were very stupid and irresponsible. They'd taken none of those precautions. And so Bella started giving birth to all these puppies next to my bed. And we we hid it successfully from my grandma for the whole night. This long and protracted birth. Just by like, and left her, and it was really like something from 40 Towers. She was going, is everything all right up there? I go, oh yeah, everything's fine. Just a couple of bits of thing I need to chat to mum about. You know, I'm like, I'm 11. 
right? <laughs> Bit of admin I'm chatting over. You don't worry, sir. If you get on, what's that you're watching there? The gentle touch. Lovely. Well, you crack on with that and uh, we'll be back down in a minute. Or actually, I'll probably be in bed, what with me being a child, so I, I ought to get off to sleep. Definitely when not overseeing the birth I, of some puppies. <laughs> I fell asleep when there was two puppies out. When I finally woke up in the morning, there was like, I think there was four or five. Fucking so we had to offload them sharpish. So we put the word out. Mm. There's some puppies going for free. Mm. So quite quickly, word got round and people were quite keen. They were cute puppies. So we managed to offload them all quite quickly. Well, usually they were friends of friends or friends of friends of friends. We got two or three stories coming back to us that these puppies went fucking demented. Really? Um they went feral and there was something in them I don't know whether it was the circumstances they were obviously from a broken home yeah yeah uh, um, or maybe they were taken away from their mother too early I don't know yeah. but they went one of them went so mad and aggressive that it had to be put to sleep Jesus this is a story that this is an example of a story that I should never tell on this morning isn't it it's one uh, added to the list yeah I'm thinking about the, where this all happened. First of all, what was what, what breed was Bella? Because I want a, a mental image of this. Mongrel, but if you want to know what, what kind she of looked size like, compared to an Afghan? Medium. Much, Medium. Yeah, much more than the Afghan. Medium-sized mongrel looked like a sort of most closely resembled a border collie. You know, right. like a bit like Shep off of Blue Peter, right. but sort of scruffier. And did the Afghan, was the Afghan beautifully groomed? Did he have like lovely long yeah. hair? Yeah. Right, you see, you see why she was attracted then, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, i got to be honest, Bella was punching above her weight. <laughs> she really the, was. The, the, other, the other thing that springs to mind as well, this this happened near the tunnel. Do you think he yeah. was trying to seduce her with the, the talk of a possible trip to Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, a honeymoon. <laughs> a romantic <laughs> mini break in Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, know, I, I know how you get to Disneyland. There's a tunnel there, <laughs> Just do Bella, was so, Bella was so stupid, bless her, that she would have just looked down at that fairly shallow, earthy hole yeah. in the um, council-provided flower beds and thought, yeah, I buy that. I believe that that goes all the way to Florida and that when we get there, they will permit dogs to entrance <laughs> into Disneyland and that the dogs will be allowed on the ride. Well, there'd be a separate gate for the dogs, probably. Like a fast pass queue, just for dogs. Yeah. That that Afghan hound, who probably had a really fancy name like Desmond Delatouche or something, <laughs> he was the playboy dog of the area, wasn't he? He'd probably had yeah. his way with all of the um, bitches, yeah, the local bitches, spawning loads of mental dogs all over the place. It'll have been, yeah, him. he'll have been the problem making, with the DNA, making them all sorts of promises, then just disappearing yeah. on them after he'd had his way, moving fucking, on to the next one. Fucking men, eh? All the same. Peak. <laughs> Whether they're Afghans or, or or humans, then they're all the same. They're liars. So essentially, Casper is veering into stray man territory, but he doesn't realise it. Yeah, but he'd welcome it. Yeah, you think he's ready for the it? The only thing about him and stray manning is that he's a strange combination. In as much as he loves the freedom of being stray, yeah. but as I've explained to you before, he loves creature comforts and he's used to quite a high level of luxury. Mm, can't be a stray you know, man and do that. The hand dryers in his office, the executive um, enclosures at QPR. <laughs> he likes all that sort of stuff. And it's hard to maintain that if you're to go fully stray. Yeah. But he's in a, 
At the moment, he's in a great hinterland because it's Chinese takeaway every night for tea. Wine, no dog, no wife. Loads of co-op wine and the dog locked up in a cage around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) He's in in that absolute stray man sweet spot, isn't he? He is, He's got all the accoutrements, I think the word is, of stray man in, but he's got a lovely roof over his head and the central heating and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's classic him. Good fortune seems to always land on his lap, no matter how many times he tests it, like, and how many like things that if it happened to me or you, there'd be fuck ups that would ruin your life, like falling asleep in a nunnery, right, or starting a fight with John Terry. Any of these things, if they'd happened to us, we would have probably still been fucked now. Mm. But he just seems to bounce back, and if anything, he's the sort of bloke he'd fill in a in a tub full of shit and come up smelling the roses. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the time when I oversaw the birthing of a, a group of kittens? No, that sounds good. This, this, this was um, this is at my ex-wife's house, um, yeah. and one, one of the one of the cats, Sapphire, was pregnant, and uh, I used to go around on a morning, pick the kids up, take them to school, and one morning Sapphire decided she was going to start having the kittens, so she's in a cupboard under the stairs. This isn't a the talking bit. cat. No, this no, no. This one. is a different one. This is Saf- that was Brambury. This is Sapphire. So Saf- <laughs> Sapphire is like, she's in this lovely bed under the, in the cupboard under the stairs in the darkness. How this, how they like it, you know, when they're giving birth. And she'd given birth to uh, two or three kittens, I think it was. And my daughter looked and she said, "Look, look, the first one that was born, Sapphire's lying on it. She's going to suffocate it." And I said, "No, no, no. It's nature. It's fine. This is, you know, don't don't interfere with a cat when she's giving birth because she might." you know, attack you or something. You've got to let nature play its course and all of that. She won't She won't let it die. She's a mother and all that. Um, so I took the kids off to school and I went back to have another look to see how the, the birthing situation was going about half an hour later. And there was another kitten that had come out. And sure enough, uh, that first kitten that she'd been lying on had died. She had suffocated it. She she accidentally killed her firstborn. And as I opened oh, the cupboard no. door, she was fucking eating it. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. She was this is it. why you've never even got the chance to be on this morning in the first place. Yeah, I wouldn't even get in fucking Jeremy Kyle with this one. I mean, that, in comparison to my story about the Sardinian peasant men shooting a, a demented cat. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a fucking heartwarming tale for the ages well, in comparison that was, that to what was, you just that, said. That was a human on dog attack. This was nature. On and, cat. I, and I looked yeah. it up and apparently they do this. If one of the, one of the litter dies, they eat it for sustenance. Because it's full of nutrients. I'm not denying it's nature and there's nothing that any of us could have done. Well, you could have stopped it. Oi, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) It's already dead, though. (laughs) You could have got a stick. Get off, that's disgusting. (laughs) No one wants to see that. (laughs) Give it a proper funeral. And and you could could hear the bones crunching as she was eating it. It was awful. Oh, mate, stop. (laughs) Stop, I don't want to hear any more. This is too much for me. Oh, we found Sam's line, and we've crossed it. There it <laughs> no, is. No, look, there's. I mean, listen. I've got a couple of cat stories that are as bad as that that mm. I, I even I have held back from really telling, and I'm still not going to now. Like they're on a par with that, and I've it's crossed my mind before when the subject of cat death has come <laughs> up on this podcast, which it has done. Now I think about it to a worrying and worrying amount. <laughs> Pretty much but, once a week. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the. The world's not ready yet. Maybe we should do. Maybe we should do a separate Patreon for cat death episodes <laughs> for people behind the paywall. People who've got cat the stomach death for it. Special. Yeah. <laughs> you get you get a one half hour episode just 
exclusively devoted to just bad shit involving cats and sometimes yeah. dogs. Yeah. But you have to go behind the paywall because it's very much 18 certificate. It's under the counter stuff, isn't it? And the, and the thing is, I want to, in case people haven't listened to all of our podcasts so they won't know, I want to stress that we are both animal lovers. Oh, fervent. I mean, I am a fervent lover of cats. My cat has been involved in this podcast a couple of times. A couple yeah. of times when I've been busy, I've asked my cat to fill in for me. <laughs> And a lot of people have preferred him. Nelson's quite the talker. I mean, Banbury would be brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good morning. Oh, welcome to the right Play Machine. I'm Banbury. <laughs> Sitting in for Andy Dawson to I'm Banbury. I'm Sam Delaney. <laughs> Mouse. <laughs> no, Banbury. Say your name at this point. Mouse. <laughs> no, Banbury. Don't just keep saying mouse. Results <laughs> <laughs> spot. It would be quite avant-garde if we just got if we're going away and we haven't got our equipment with us. We could yeah. just get Nelson and Bram- Brambury to Brambury, take over. Yeah. yeah, we could do. We could do. It'll probably be more popular than this. Yeah. Jalapeno. Hello, this is George Weah, the former footballer of the year. And I have a tremendous opportunity for you if you are a fan of Top Flight Time Machine's comedy stylings. <laughs> Do you have a pen? Listen to this. For only approximately £3 plus value-added tax per month, you can enjoy bonus episodes of Top Flight Time Machine focusing on the life and times of Roy Keen, the footballer who was not as good as I. You will get advanced episodes of the Kevin Keegan Odyssey. I do not know who that is. <laughs> I assume he was also not as good as I. All it costs you is £3 plus VAT per month. And you also get all of the regular Top Flight Time Machine episodes with no adverts in at all. Adverts such as this one. <laughs> Where do you go to get this tremendous service? Just go to patreon.com slash Top Flight Time Machine or follow the instructions at the Top Flight Time Machine Twitter account. TF Time Machine. How can you possibly go wrong? Here's a clue. You can't. <laughs> Subscribe or perish. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Jalapeño. Should we talk about the FA Cup before the any other business that we've got to Yeah, discuss? yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at the predictions league. Um, oh, not good for me. I wasn't that bad. You got one correct score. You got Brighton 2, Derby 1. Oh, well done. You predicted, predicted that one. Um, so three points there, that's Three good. points, and you also got a point for predicting that Manchester City would beat Newport. Whoa. And you said 4-0. And nil. I nearly got that correct. Yeah. I said 4-0, it was 4-1. No one thought Newport would score, so you got four points. Uh, I got five points. Because I've got uh, Doncaster, Nil Palace, two correct, and a couple of others. Oh. Uh, results bot got one point. <laughs> ah. So that now means you are still top, Sam, on 91. I am now second on 86. And results bot is languishing back in third place on 84. Remember when he was top? It's a few amazing, weeks ago? isn't it? The, when we thought that. It was it, the, its lead was and I say it's yeah. which is my new thing because I don't want to refer to it as him. You don't want to genderize him. It. Well, it's not that. It's just that it's beginning. It, it, it thinks to an increasing extent that it's a salient being, mm. right, rather than just a, a, a rudimentary piece of metal yeah. that can say one nil. And I want it's to put it a, in its place. It's, it's got a cock though. We talked about its, it's cock an the other object. week. <laughs> It's an object just like a hoover. But like or a toaster. Isn't every isn't every man's cock just an object at the end of the day? I'm not saying the cock's an object, I'm saying results bot as a whole is no better than a toaster. A toaster with a cock. It's an object with a cock. You can get toasters with cocks. They're those we, toasters that have the uh, attachment that poach your egg at the same time yeah, as the, toasting your bread. The cock comes out, you poach the egg on it. Um <laughs> I've yeah. seen it in Argos in the catalogue it says now with egg poaching cock attachment <laughs> pull out cock <laughs> we, yeah, we anyway bo- he's, we, he's going sure for some warm know, weather training I'm sure we yeah. both know men who to describe them as an object with a cock would be a compliment yeah oh yeah so you know, to be fair, I, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's fair or right to to call results bot on it. If he wants to be, or some men you call them a cock with an object attached because they're exactly. more cock than man. Yeah, exactly. But you know, mis- it's wrong to misgender and to dead name people who've who've you know decided on the gender of their own choice. And results bot very much uh, wants to be a man, so I think you have to re- yeah. refer to him as a man. That's his choice, exactly. All right. Fair enough. Well, results bot is languishing right back there since natural predicting, total predicting took over. Um, he's been found wanting. Yep. He's an anachronism. He's the Jose Mourinho of this league. Yeah, and he's got no way uh, of changing it either, has he? And we're the Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola. Very much so. Yeah, so there we are. That's where, that's where we're at in the prediction league. Um Best tweet we've had over the weekend was a one that people sent in to us, which was one from Pellier from quite a while ago, admittedly. Pellier, mm. who of course we've we've recently described as, as football's biggest bullshitter. Correct. Um, and this tweet from Pellier, it, it harks back to 2017, but it, you know it's timeless. He says, uh, "I once got sent off in a game against Colombia. The decision was so unpopular with the crowd that the referee then sent himself off." <laughs> <laughs> I added the laughs uh, there, not Pelle. But, you know, you imagine he laughed as he tweeted it. Fucking Pelle, up. after his made-up goal last week. He's so yeah. desperate now. He's, ma- he's just making up biographical details. Yeah. 
that are quite clearly never never true. And on his next fucking Viagra ad, he's going to be like, I am Pele. I have not had a full erection for over 20 years. But even when I am on a semi, it is still harder and bigger than most men's full erection. So it doesn't matter. And in fact, if I take Viagra, my cock would become dangerous. So I never take it. But buy it anyway. <laughs> But you should, because there's no way your cock will be good as his mine. Imagine Diego Maradona's little worm. He's so changed up all the time, he probably can't uncoil it. All right, mate, stop being obsessed with Maradona. I am Pele. Even when I am on the flop, I am bigger than you. Bye, Viagra. <laughs> Bye, Viagra, you <laughs> assholes. That's actually a great, a great marketing line. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and then by Viagra uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and of course, someone appeared in the replies on Twitter to say that this, in fact, indeed was somewhat true. That the referee had, had, had walked off because he, they got such a bad response from the crowd, and the linesman mm. took over as the referee. But I, I, I choose not to believe that. With yeah, some first stories, of all, that per- that yeah. person can fuck off. Yeah, right. Where's their proof? Exactly. And secondly, in, in, if that is the case, then the referee didn't actually send himself off. What he did was, was he was bullied off the field, mm. and Pele should not be taking pride in that. It's actually horrible. It's like, haha, he, he sent me off, and then the crap, but he soon learned. It's like one of those people who gets their mates to come and bully, bully someone on their behalf. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's enabled enabled a, a, a mm. crowd of... Let, let, imagine if Pele was playing, it would be over 120,000. To, um, to it's bu- like if you provoke a Corbinista on social media mm. and then they organise a, what do you call it, a pile-on? A, a pile-on or a dog pile. A dog <laughs> Dog pile. pile, that's the new name for it, yeah. Pele organised a dog pile on a referee <laughs> and now, years later, he's still laughing about it. What an absolute cunt. Referee's probably dead. Referee probably yeah. took his own life From as stress. a result. Yeah, and yeah. His, old, his old family... Curse Pele every day, every time they every time they see a cock advert on the telly, they curse Pele because he was the Pele's going around bragging about this. Yeah, he was the absolute. He was the architect of their granddad's demise. Yeah, and now he's strutting around with his fucking flop on, fucking selling dick pills, bragging about how his fucking semi is better than the rest (laughs) of ours full on. Bastard! What an absolute prick! Bullshit. Um, I got. Do you know that I got reprimanded for my language on Twitter at the weekend? No, I didn't. I, can't, I imagine you didn't take that very well, though. No, you couldn't be more wrong. Here, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, God. You're like this. Was it from an official entity? Was it an ombudsman? No, it was from someone who had a picture of a puffin as their, um, oh, what do you call it? Avatar. <laughs> avatar. I'll find it. They've got two followers. Right. I looked through a few of their tweets, and most of their tweets were sort of reprimanding people for not upholding the standards of the puffin. Sh- <laughs> the standards yeah, of the that's puffin. That's what they called it. The standards of the puffin <laughs> shall be adhered to at all times. <laughs> okay, I'll read you the thread. So there's this puffin person. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. I can't work it out. Be a man. Out. It'll be a man. So was a man. All I'd done, someone called Richel Brick, hello mm. Richel, Rich, had tweeted us saying, my dedication to Cunterton is so strong, 
I've actually changed my location. He changed his location to the Swiss village of Kanta, which you may have noticed. Yes. A few people. And we're planning to do an episode from there. Special episode from Kanta. We'll do an episode from Kanta soon. Once the whole Brexit thing dies down. Yeah. And um, I just retweeted him saying, setting an example to us all. Um, This puffin, I, I won't name the person. Because that's unfair. I don't want to be responsible for a dog pile. No, no. Who does? Um, hang on. There's a couple of tweets. Uh, listen to this. I used to like you on TV. Oh. Not on it now, though. I think that's like oh. a dig, which which I'd take personally if I'd ever been on TV for more than five minutes. <laughs> um, it's not like I was once Noel Edmonds, <laughs> yeah. and now I've disappeared. Where are you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's saying, where am I now? You, you could ask, where was I then? Anyway. <laughs> um, not now, though. However, your foul language is so gratuitous, I would never watch you again. And here's right. the kicker, Andy. I think you have children, and mm. they as foul-mouthed as you. Oh, of course they're not. What? <laughs> Why are they bringing my kids into it? And how do they know I've got kids? Listen to the weird. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Then followed up. Didn't get a response um, after a few minutes, so followed up with this. How pathetic. Do you only know swear words? Why don't you extend your vocabulary? Or is it just a te- an attention-seeking device? Answer, oh, yes. A bit fucking rich from him. Such a sad man, <laughs> right? Well, well, actually, Puffin Face, yes, I am quite sad, and you're being quite insensitive, and you should see my swearing as a cry for help and try to reach out with kindness to me. If, uh, anyway. if, he's, if he's a regular listener to this podcast, he'll know, A, that you've got kids, and B, yeah. that yes, you are sad, and that this entire podcast <laughs> is a cry for help for both yeah. of us. So why why is he being so mean? So maybe he's the inhuman one, not me. Anyway, I've written... This is what I wrote. Classic power play this. Okay. This is how I responded, Andy. You're right. I am pathetic. I apologise. <laughs> that would enraged him. Yeah, it's taken the fucker quite a few hours after that. Five hours, I think, to um, respond, to process what I'd said and formulate a yeah. response. This is what they came back with. Thank you. Now do something about it. If swearing defines you, you are not up to much. Certainly not respect. All your swearing mates are in the same camp. Think, think he might mean you. That and sounds all like the a car- other that sounds like a really good carry-on film, doesn't it? Carry-on cunter camp. <laughs> so I just wrote back, agreed. <laughs> Power player. Oh, yeah. And he's written back. Thank you. That is estupendo. Like I think what? he's written in Spanish to throw me. Ooh. And we left it at that in the end. Again, a pa- reverse but, power play know. from him. Yeah, that the- is estupendo. I don't know. I think he's got two followers. Tell I looked at some of off. his other tweets. And I think he's one of these people who just goes on Twitter to try and provoke an exchange yeah. with someone that they might have heard or seen. From someone vaguely notable, like yourself. Yes, and then thinks maybe they think that then an interaction with them makes them feel, yeah. I don't Alive. know, important or relevant. And then, and then they think the best way to do it, because, you know, a lot of cunts get a compliment. Like, I might tweet Rio Ferdinand and go, 
<laughs> nice one, Rio. You're the best defender I ever saw at West Ham. Yeah, you do that, don't you? For instance. Yeah. yeah. And Rio Ferdinand, I'm just talking theoretically. I'm not saying this has happened. <laughs> and I might do something along those lines 10 or 12 times a month over a period yeah. of four years between mm. the years 2012, 2016. And Rio might not once so much as like the tweet, let mm. alone reply. So maybe in the end, if you try to attract people that way and it doesn't work, you resort to actually being abusive because abuse is more likely to elicit a response. Yeah, Abuse and criticism. And the truth is it does because people receive compliments and they just kind of shrug smugly and go, oh, God, another fan. Yeah. But if someone has a pop at you, you go, oh, that's really upsetting. (laughs) Or if you're like me and you're cool as a cucumber, you just go, yeah, mate, you're right. I'm a fucking Wally. Shame, innit? He I hope did you feel that, sorry for me. He did that He did that classic thing that arseholes do when they're going to try and pick a fight with you by, by adding as well, big fan of your work, but... Ah. <laughs> oh. Bringing the kids into it as well was a massive... Didn't have to do, go so nah, soon on that. Keep that up your sleeve. Kid, nah, keep my kids Are out your of this, kid- pal. <laughs> Are your kids cunts as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, mate. That's a bit of a leap. One minute you're taking issue with the fact that I swear too much, which is true. Yeah. The next minute the kiddies are involved, which isn't on. Oh, God. Right, well, that's enough for this episode. We're going to be back tomorrow with a brand new uh, deep dive into the mailbag of all your bullshits and sex fields and stray mans and all that kind of thing. I'm going to yeah, leave you with We'll some... also address, because I know there's people waiting for us to address what became known over the weekend on Twitter as Padgate. Do you want to address that now? Because things... they're probably waiting for some kind of, you know, outcome of well, that. <clears throat> I said that the 1,000th follower, uh, the 1,000th subscriber on Patreon mm. would get a badge. Right. Then there was a 1,000th um, f- uh, subscriber... And the the wife made some badges for me. I put in a special request. She made three badges. Yeah. I tweeted a picture of them and told the lad that they were on his way in the post. Right. And I will send them off today. I forgot last week. And um, people responded to this with immense uh, hostility, resentment, bitterness, yeah. and only an overriding sense of entitlement, Andy. Like, yeah, I think that's right. They are fucking badges. Yeah. Now, we said there might be opportunities to get badges. We never promised anyone badges in return for their three quid plus badges. And we certainly month. didn't say right. they'd be free either. Yeah. So everyone just get off my fucking time and ask for badges because you're making yourself look like pathetic babies. Yeah. Needy Just imagine what Roy Keane would say about this. Fucking badges. <laughs> what do you need fucking badges for? What's that? A picture that you pin to yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pin a picture to myself. I'm going to pin it. Oh, like it's like, got some, like it's my birthday today, so everyone fucking knows it's my birthday. Pathetic. It's got, it's got Grown it's got men my, wearing badges. It's got my little favourite opinion on my favourite catchphrase on it. And I stick it yeah. on my body so everyone can read uh, what I think. And the Twat. stupid fucking fuckcast I listen to. It's pathetic. You should be embarrassed. And it's true, you should be embarrassed to wear our badges. That said... I've thought of a shrewd marketing ploy that will cost none of us anything. Right. Here's what it is, right? But it has to be signed off by you. So at the moment, what people are hearing is a conversation that we should have off air, but we're going to have on air and you can contemplate it. I'll cut it off if I need to. You can contemplate it and give your verdict on the next podcast. I suggest that 
for a period of two days, mm. and we will say when those two days begin and end, everyone who gets a mate to subscribe on Patreon mm. gets a badge. Nah, fuck that. Too complicated. But then we get... Do you see what the, the benefit of it is? Is that they're... We're, it's like, tell a friend. More subscribers. The friend then treats their evidence of subscribing yeah. with a note saying, I have subscribed and I was told to by so-and-so. A fucking note. And nut. then I go... <laughs> yeah, How are they going to get like these notes to us? <laughs> Pigeon. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have a All think right, about cut it. the whole thing. I'll have Fuck a think it. about no it. No more badges. Right. If you maybe you'll come up with something else that's more of a trial situation. Well, I don't know. I'll tell you. But I'll tell you what. If you're gonna stop, if you're gonna stop the badge thing, stop tweeting pictures of the fucking badges you've made. I know. You're a fucking problem, badge tease, Delaney. I know, I tweeted the badges and that's what started it all. Exactly. But stop the thing it. is, you have got to look at yourselves because you're acting like babies. You're acting like I wouldn't expect this of my seven year old getting that fucking excited about a badge. You can get a badge machine for like 10 quid. Go and buy your own fucking badge machine. Do your own badges. Yeah, make your you own fucking, fucking do badges it. with your own catchphrases on. Yeah. Have you got any? I doubt it. Yeah, I bet this is one. If you haven't got one, here's a suggestion to all of you. How about this? I'm a fucking baby cunt. That or even when I'm on the flop, mine's still harder than yours. Put that on your badge. <laughs> Go out and wear that if you dare. With a picture of fucking Pele. Fucking arseholes. <laughs> Right, quickly, news and right. news. Give me, give me marks oh, yeah. out of 10 for these. Mike Tyson offered Zookeeper £9,000 to let him fight Silverback Gorilla. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Octogenarian sat on burglar who tried to steal his model railway collection. 10. <laughs> Finally, Detroit family wants answers after mother's casket found in alley with dog skull and nobody. Hey, a full house. Full <laughs> this, house been, this, week. this has been Top Flight Time Machine. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with some more uh, mailbag content from you, the Cunters. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.